0: From an undisclosed location somewhere in the Appalachia, this is The Extra Mundane with Max Ward. On February 25th, 1987, a book was published that would change the literary and paranormal world forever. Written by a little known science fiction author named Whitley Strieber, this book, simply called Communion, told the supposedly true story of Strieber's encounter with what he called the Visitors after he was abducted by them from his cabin in upstate New York. Strieber never claims to know the origins of the visitors. Possibly they are aliens, perhaps time travelers, or maybe they're from another dimension. This book was a surprising success and even adapted into a film. While many believe Srieber's story, others consider Strieber to be a compulsive liar, and subsequent sequels to Communion were even released by his publisher as fiction. Tonight, on The Extra Mundane, Whitley Strieber comes on the show to set the story straight once and for all. A quick content warning for this episode: I confront Whitley about how he famously claimed to have been present at the tragedy on the University of Texas campus in 1966, only for that story to be uncovered as a fallacy. However, if you do not wish to hear this, I recommend skipping from the 21 minute mark to the 24 minute mark. But first, a word from this week's sponsor. Are you tired of the same old wrestlers doing the same old moves in the same old ring? then I recommend Barry's Backyard Independent Wrestling Corporation. The BBIWC features the hottest up-and-coming wrestlers willing to do indescribable carnage to their bodies for a meal and gas money. We have light bulb matches, thumbtack matches, tarantula matches, zipper matches, and peanut butter matches. Make sure to arrive early and find seating in the blood zone. Kids are always free, and this Saturday, get your picture taken with wrestling legend Donnie Beat Fists Dubois, Barry's Backyard Independent Wrestling Corporation, for a night you'll always remember, unless you were in the ring. Welcome, you watchers of the wondrous, you seekers of the supernatural, to the extra mundane with Max Ward. I am your host, Max Ward, and if you want me to give an alliterative introduction uh, that you've written, Please send it to me at TheMaxWard on Twitter, or better yet, give us a five-star rating on the iTunes uh, podcast store and put your intro in the comments, and I will read it on a future episode. Tonight's guest needs no introduction if you're a fan of the world of the paranormal. He's written the famously, uh, possibly fictional, possibly non-fictional book, Communion, about his uh, experiences with, I can't say extraterrestrials because he doesn't say extraterrestrials. But let's get into it and see what he does want to say. Whitley Streamer, welcome to The Extra Mundane.
1: Hi, Max. Thank you so much for having me. I am just pleased as punch to be talking with you.
0: Well, thanks for coming on on to our little podcast. I know you did a lot with like Coast to Coast AM. You do interviews all over the world with your your famous. Yeah,
1: yeah. All the Coast to Coast AM from 1500 up to 1600. I'm there.
0: Well, let's get right into it, Whitley, because I I have so much to ask you. So you started off uh, as a uh, horror writer, mostly, uh, and in in the fictional genre, uh, you wrote a a famous book called The Wolfen, mostly, but really, you're famous, you're most well-known for your book, Communion, that came out in 1987, where you state that you actually encountered what you call The Visitor's. Uh, you don't state whether or not you think they're extraterrestrials or what they might be, but tell us a little about your experience with this. Look, I gotta come clean with this. Oh no,
1: it's a bombshell! Now, right, I mean, off we'll, uh, right off the bat. Right off the bat, I, I, I'll be honest. I've been waiting a long time to talk to you, and I think I think your show deserves to know the
0: truth. <gasps> Well, th- well. First, let me thank you for for giving us this this exclusive. But please, go ahead. Okay.
1: The absolute truth: communion is a fictional book.
0: What? It is a Willie. I can't believe you're doing this
1: because it was not the original book
0: I wrote. Whoa. Okay. Okay. So this is it's sort of a fictionalized history. How that? How people will. Kind of elaborate on something that actually did happen. Oh no! The
1: book I wrote was rewritten, <gasps>
0: was absolutely
1: rewritten from its original content.
0: And believe oh it or God. not,
1: there's a movie that got it completely
0: right. <laughs> the Christopher Walken movie with where he oh, played no, you.
1: No, no, oh, 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 no, 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 no. Uh, Mac and me is the correct story.
0: Okay, I kind of know Mac and me. Uh, it's about an, it's sort of an ET, it's sort of an ET ripoff about an alien that. Befriends oh, little it's kids. what
1: happened to me. It's absolutely what It's absolutely
0: to me. what happened to you. Okay, well, we're going to have to look up the Mac and me plot because I don't know oh. exactly what happens in that. But why don't you tell me? So, what happened? So, you wrote, essentially what Mac and Me is and gave it to a publisher and they said, well, we kind of like it, but we're going to change it. They, did they bring in a ghostwriter? What happened?
1: Well, what happened was they didn't want people to know the truth. So oh. they hid it in the guise of a Hollywood movie
0: Thank you. So, did you write Mac and Me or was that stolen? Did somebody steal your life story? Somebody's actually,
1: I was going to release my story as the book that is now Communion.
0: Okay, okay.
1: But Communion was written, not by me, by somebody else. Do you know who? No, no,
0: top, top level government. What? So, oh, the government wrote it, wow. Yeah. So, okay, what happened? So you write this book, it gets picked up, and then it did it come, did you not know it, they changed it until it came out?
1: I didn't know until I
0: saw Mac and me. (laughs) Right. So, but so Mac and me came out in 88. Your book came out in 87 ish,
1: but I was supposed to publish it in 87. That's when it was. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Mac and me came out in 88.
0: My story. Your story, but this was stolen. So somebody heard your like So, Somebody got a copy of your book, uh, the real book obviously first. Mm, yeah. And, and and they said, well, we can't let this get out. And so I but somebody somehow turned it into a family-friendly movie?
1: Yeah, but the weird irony of it is they didn't change a thing.
0: Weird. That is a very weird irony, I have to say. That's So, okay, let for the listeners who don't know, let's talk a little bit. Do you want to talk about the changes in communion or do you want to talk about Mac and me?
1: Uh, we can talk about either one. Uh, but basically the changes are the whole communion is, 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 is not true.
0: Wow. Okay. So commun- a, a quick synopsis, I, I found a really good synopsis online for people who don't, who don't know Mac and me, uh, Mac and me comes from the far reaches of space. A, fam- a family of extraterrestrials finds themselves transported to earth, escaping from a government facility. The youngest of this alien brood is separated from the others. Now alone and afraid and millions of miles from home, this mysterious alien creature, MAC, Mac must rely on the kindness and friendship of a very special boy named Eric
1: in but order to was, survive
0: this strange but, world. But that was me. You're Eric. I'm Eric. Wow, So this, so what supposedly happened to you in, in upstate New York, I think, with communion, with community, that didn't happen. It, this actually happened when you were a little boy.
1: Yes, this happened when I was a little boy. I was going to write it. They even gave me the name Whitley Stryber. <laughs> That's not my name. Your name is Eric. What's my your last name? name, name? Is Eric? My name is Eric. I'm
0: sorry wow. to drop this bombshell on you, but I don't even like, cause I had all, I wanted to talk to you so much about communion, but it doesn't matter anymore. What, what, who cares? It didn't happen. No,
1: no. The whole thing about aliens visiting me in the cabin and, and I mean, it, it's a good book. Don't get me wrong. Whoever the government agent was that wrote it mm-hmm. did a fantastic job.
0: I love the, I mean, that's what got me in. That's what made me who I am. Communion did. And I, I always well, thought it would, it kept me up at nights because I thought it was true.
1: Oh yeah. But what you didn't know
0: is Mackinney is the truth. Wow. So tell me a little bit more about how you, I mean, I understand it's exactly as it happened in the movie, but t- tell me more. How did it happen? You, it now, to the best of my knowledge, isn't Eric in a wheelchair in that movie? I, I got injured, but I got better. So you were only in a wheelchair for the brief period of time that you knew Mac.
1: Right. Only the brief period of time. I was
0: injured. It was an I, I tripped. Oh, oh see, I was injured. I'd say it was best that they left that out for movies, for the movie, for the sake of the movie and humanizing you, it was best that they didn't tell us that, oh, he just got put in this wheelchair and he's about to come out any day now. Right. Okay. So the only, there's a very famous scene in that movie and it's, I haven't seen the movie. It's the only part of the movie that I remember is uh, the, the Eric is in his wheelchair and he's lost control of it. And he's careening down a hill and he goes over the edge of a ravine. Exactly, Exactly. So that happened in real life.
1: That happened in real life. I was saved by the alien. Wow. I was saved by this mysterious alien creature.
0: Now, how good did they do making the alien look like the alien that you that you met? It was exactly, it was How exactly. did they know? How did they, well, I guess if you wrote it, then you, you described it in, in your original version.
1: Right, right. And then in the new communion book, they changed it into the almond-eyed alien that you see on the cover.
0: The classic gray, of course, yeah. Right, the
1: classic gray, but... And I thought it was a stroke of genius. They hid the truth behind the truth.
0: The truth that, behind the truth. So the truth is that it looked more like the kind of bug-eyed, bulbous-headed oh, oh. Mac. Yes,
1: that is exactly what they look like. They
0: now did. I believe, I believe at the end of that movie, it said like Mac says, "We'll be back." Like that. There's sort of like a hint that. That a, a sequel might have been coming, but did Mac ever come back to you? Yes. <gasps> Mac did come back to me. What happened? When did this happen? How did it happen? Please. Well, I was sitting
1: in that same cabin, that communion w- that apparently took
0: place in in upstate New York. <laughs> okay. So wait, you went to the cabin that you've actually never had been to? I rented it, yeah. What was it? Were you... Why did you do that?
1: I wanted, to, I wanted to experience the false life that had been given to me. Wow. And also, and also I've been contacted. Look, look, this is completely, like, very secretive information. If the government finds out about this, like this, I have to keep up the guise that I am
0: Whitley Stryber. Right. Now, I, I'll call you, well... I'll call you Whitley from now on instead of instead of Eric. I mean, government eyes are on this podcast. I'll be completely honest. They I, I and, and they are watching, but
1: oh hi, communion. <laughs> the, I, I'm, I'm Whitley. I'm not Whitley. I,
0: I don't know. I, I think I don't know. I, I'm I'm afraid for you. I don't. Reveal any? Uh, you said you've been to the cabin. I don't know if you're still there. Don't reveal any pertinent information as to your whereabouts. So you're kind of on a beige background. I have no idea. This I'm is a secure channel. Cabin. No, I just told you. Don't tell us that you're where you are. The address
1: of the cabin. One, really? no, no,
0: no, 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 no. Don't. I, we don't edit this very well. So I really, this just goes out as raw as as when we recorded. I don't want you they the, the government has come after me i don't want them coming after you as well
1: oh yeah we don't want them coming to 144
0: really come on okay okay let's let's change topics cuz i don't want you giving away too information oh. talk about your second encounter with mac
1: so i get a knock at the door
0: mhm and i open
1: it and there's mac wow he's standing there and he comes in and demands his Coca-Cola. He demanded it. He dem- now, I don't, that, this is absolutely true. These mysterious alien creatures live on Coca-Cola.
0: Wow, that's it. That's how they, that's how the, they survive on, like even the on world. their planet, do they brew what would we consider what could be Coca-Cola?
1: It comes from the ground.
0: What? Yeah, they this is, it. this is like a fossil fuel?
1: Yes, it's in the ground. It's like they have veins in the ground. Oh, on,
0: oh on their sh- planet.
1: Yeah, on their planet. Here oh. we have it in cans.
0: Right, yeah. Here so we wh- if they have an ample planet. supply on their planet in, in hmm? veins of Coca-Cola, why did he come to you to demand more?
1: Because, because I, our Coca-Cola uses high fructose corn syrup theirs uses cane or ground sugar but everybody
0: knows the sugar one is better
1: I, well they they when you've been drinking it for a long time
0: you just want to switch it up all right I, that's so in your book commute in the fake book of communion supposedly mm-hmm. these I, and that's what I wanted to get to so they because in in your book you don't call them extraterrestrials you say not sorry not in your book in the government's book the, the character of you, the character of Whitley Strieber says that these are not extraterrestrials. I don't know what they are. They could be from a different dimension. They could be gods. I have no idea. But now you're saying certainly the, the tiny little creature that you dealt with was an alien.
1: Oh, yes. Then Why from- do you think
0: they made that change? Why do you think they wanted to, to change it up and just say, well, I don't know what they are?
1: Visitors, visitors just sounds more palatable. It Visitors, does, yeah, whenever you're like knocking the door, ah, alien, you know, ah, a visitor
0: is that what oh. is that what happened when you when you first met like Mac and the second time did you open the door and you're like, ah alien well, I at first i
1: I because he came to me in a vacuum cleaner. He came is, that, to is that how they come in, in the movie? Yes. Yeah, it's in the movie. He came to me in a vacuum cleaner because I was cleaning my house and mm-hmm. I accidentally sucked him up in the vacuum cleaner. That's how I found him. Wow, and whenever, that's really strange. And when so, I sucked him in, I wasn't like, wow, I sucked in a visitor. I said, I sucked in an alien.
0: Of course. And I mean, if you, I, I it just only makes sense that you would react that way. And So in communion, the the visitors bring enlightenment to the character of Whitley Strieber. Did Mac bring you enlightenment?
1: He brought me, what I would say is cane sugar Coca-Cola.
0: So you like cane sugar more too? It's pretty good. Okay. (laughs) It's pretty good. But it's nice he brought you a gift. I can understand. Yeah, he brought
1: it, yeah. And uh, he brought his family
0: too, and his family,
1: you know they were they were cool people.
0: Is this the first time or the second time or both? Was, what's up? First time or second time or both? Oh, both, both. He, wow. he travels with his family. So what did they? What wisdom did they impart in you then, other than Coca Cola? Well,
1: they first of all taught me how to be a better better father to my
0: family. Oh, oh, Whitley, that's uh, that's that's great I'm, to hear.
1: Yeah, yeah, because. I'll be honest, like, after, after, the whole, after the whole alien encounter thing, mm-hmm. like, I started just giving my family nothing but McDonald's and Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. and we've, we've been living very unhealthy.
0: I'm sorry to hear that. And, well, I, I, I don't want to change the topic too much, but I, since we're talking about your family, in recent news and i'm really sorry to hear that your your wife of, of many years did pass away but you have you have been going on the lecture circuit claiming that you're still in contact with her telepathically is this is this accurate i i, I don't want to believe everything i read on the internet but that's what it says that you're saying i
1: i sucked her up in the vacuum
0: i keep her in the- <laughs> i don't even i don't know what that means the, so you start in the vacuum she didn't you and then you told people she died?
1: Mhm. Because if you didn't know this, she was also a mysterious alien creature.
0: I didn't know that. Why did you never well, I guess you don't want to tell people you're married to an alien. Mm, no, 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 no.
1: It's it's one of Max's like distant cousins.
0: So what so when the va- family came to visit you sucked her up at the vacuum cleaner or no this must have been okay I'm trying to get a timeline here so you married her and then what why why uh, in, in a couple of years ago did you suck her into the vacuum and then tell people that you died but you're communicating with her telepathically
1: I just we were having some issues with her being an alien um, I, I could only imagine and, mm, yeah we start like especially like in the climate of today, uh, it, it's really sad. It's it, we we used to go out a lot more, and oh,
0: so it's not, it's not, her. It's the world. The world is changing.
1: The world is completely changing, wow. as you know, these last couple of years. So it was just easier for me to walk around with a vacuum cleaner.
0: Is it though? Is it easier for you to take a vacuum cleaner on dates than, uh, I assume nobody thought she was an alien for, for as many years as you were married. Uh, she didn't well, look I mean, like Mac from the pictures that I've seen, but
1: no, 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 no. We, we made her a good, a good outfit to put over her.
0: Oh, okay. I see. I see. But, but know, li- living a lie for that long.
1: Yeah. Living the lie for that long. So we were just like, let's not live the lie, but put you in a vacuum cleaner.
0: Okay, so you're not communicating with her telepathically. You're communicating, you're talking into a, a vacuum cleaner bag.
1: Right, but when people see that, they're like, wow, he must be telepathic. <laughs> he must be talking to somebody who isn't there because he certainly is not talking to that vacuum cleaner.
0: Ah, I see. I thought you meant somehow people would think that when you talk to a vacuum cleaner, you're it's a, a, a an antenna or something. But I see what you're saying. He's clearly just... This man is, is talking to somebody telepathically while holding a vac- vacuum cleaner. I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's not talking to the vacuum cleaner. Okay. Willie, um, really, I got to say this has been this, this, this interview has thrown me for such a loop. I'm just I'm reeling here trying to figure out where to even go with this because I. Um, it's weird that you're talking about this because it seems like your stories constantly change. And you're changing your story yet again, and so you're you're you 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 have changed your story about communion a lot, uh, In the in the later books and everything, and um, there's I I, I don't want to bring this up because I don't want to anger you, but there's a very famous story where you claim in communion that you were at um what a a, a mass shooting in Austin Texas that took place a very famous one in 1966. You claim you were there. And then you came out later and said, no, I actually, I'm sorry, you claimed you were there. In communion, you came out and said, oh, my God, this is such a big lie. I wasn't actually there. And then you recanted that story later in a later interview. And you said, no, I actually was there. And I saw a little boy on a bike get shot. And there actually never was a little boy on a bike that got shot, according to many reports. And so what can you can you tell me a little bit about that?
1: The little that little boy on the bike. Yes, please. His name was Elliot. Okay. He had an alien friend too, and Whitley.
0: And you're ta- you're talking about the plot of ET now. That is true.
1: That story is. I, oh, true. I
0: want to believe it. I I want to believe that. I'm just having a really hard time. So, <laughs> Elliot was Elliot. shot. He wa- no,
1: because they want to claim that, but the person that was doing the shooting didn't have a rifle. They had a walkie-talkie.
0: Oh, I remember. Uh, you're right. The last time I saw E.T., there was not a gun in sight. I It's this weird false memory. I remember seeing it as a child and being like, there are a lot of guns in this movie. But then when I watched it as an adult, they're like, oh, no, there weren't any guns in this walkie-talkies. movie. Walkie-talkies. Willie, really, you're making talkies. a lot of sense now. I'm I really sorry. I called you a liar a minute ago, but you're making so much sense now.
1: Oh, I appreciate that. I, I, I don't want to be known as a liar, but E.T. is a true story that happened to a friend of mine named
0: Elliot. I, my name was Eric. His name was right. Elliot. And both of these were made into, well, E.T. the Extraterrestrial was a blockbuster. Mac and Me was kind of a flop but they were but both made both, into movies. And they're both absolutely true. And what had, do you think it is? Why do you think you can tell the truth in movies, but your book, they had to dumb it down or, or change the facts?
1: I just think that the, when you present the truth out there in front, people just don't believe it. Wow. When you put it right there in front of you, I mean, ET, yeah, it was a blockbuster. Millions of people saw it, but they what did, they didn't yeah. know what they didn't know was that they were seeing the truth
0: right there in front of their wow. eyes. That, that's amazing. Do you think the 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 that Hollywood has something that is it, like? Why is the government letting Hollywood tell these true stories? If the government's changing your book, why are they letting Steven Spielberg make this movie?
1: For one, uh, people people think books have like this huge authority to them. You, people, people will are, yeah, probably give more credence to a
0: book than a movie.
1: right? You ever watch an encyclopedia? Does it make you're not gonna you're not gonna believe it. You
0: that makes a it. lot of
1: sense. You read the encyclopedia that has all wow. the information that you need.
0: So every part of Macme and, and every part of ET is is a true story every
1: single part of it.
0: Well, I I, do you know what other movie? can you give me some other movies that we think are not based on a true story that are? Yes, yes. Uh, Independence Day. How is Independence Day a true story? That's impossible. We would have seen the White House blow up. We would have have seen the aliens invade. When was the last time you saw the White House? Be honest. Well, I mean... There were a lot of like barriers in front of it. The last time I saw a picture of it on a fence. Barriers. I don't think there have been tours. That's really interesting. So, so, but what about the rest of the explosion? They blew up half of America. Well, you know, they they have construction. So you're you're saying the aliens blew it up and then the government immediately rebuilt it. So we didn't even notice. Right. They, they wow. just took
1: it all out. And here's the thing, the government has been preparing for this for a long time. They had it all ready to go. So they were like...
0: Just in case, or did they know that the that the Independence Day Aliens were on their way?
1: Oh, they knew that they were on their way. They wow. knew. And they were coming, and they oh. were just ready to go. And as soon as they blew everything up, I mean, it was impressive. Like, I think less than... Five days,
0: they had everything back up and running. Wow. So do you, do you, are what we seeing in Independence Day, is that actual footage of the White House getting blown up? Or is that, did they recreate it in like a Oh, no, a, that's, a actual that's actual
1: footage. That's actual footage. the actual footage.
0: Yeah. It, it no. almost hurts to like think how entertained I was by that. Like I watching I it, it was like, oh, that's entertaining because it's not really happening. Oh, that's really. Oh, oh, don't worry. Don't
1: worry. When it actually happened, there was nobody in it.
0: Oh, because the government knew, so they they the evacuated. Yeah, yeah, they they left that thing. Okay, like okay, weeks that makes
1: <laughs> weeks.
0: What about the the Empire State Building and everything else that the, I can't remember the other monuments that they blew up in that movie? Oh my god, but... everybody was out of it. Wow, false flag all around. That's unbelievable.
1: It's absolutely false flag.
0: Oh, that's I, I don't even I, I I this is this is blowing my mind, Whitley. I don't even know. So. Uh, I, my one question is: You you've made a lot of money off of communion. Do you feel bad because it's not true that you didn't even write it?
1: I I used to, but now I mean, especially coming on your show and getting it out, I feel like a weight's been lifted.
0: Oh, I'm glad you could do that. I'm glad you're feeling like that. Oh,
1: yeah, I feel like this big burden has been lifted off my shoulders. I, I'll admit, I've made a lot of money off of this. And they let me keep the money
0: as long as I keep under wraps. You gotta keep your mouth shut. That's the only yeah, yeah. But you had to sign a million like non disclosure agreements and everything. Oh, but
1: that that's all out the window now.
0: Wow. I mean, Are you scared? Do you what what's the future for you?
1: Well, I'm hoping that I am protected by mysterious alien creatures
0: and also ETs. Did oh, did you ever meet ET the extraterrestrial? Yeah, I met him. I know. Oh, him. what was he like? Yeah. <laughs> Not impressed. No, uh, no. What was there about Mac that that, that drew you to Mac that E.T. didn't have?
1: Well, for one, Mac saved my life because I fell in the water. That's a good point. Yeah, he saved my life. Number two, he can fit in a vacuum cleaner and it's really convenient.
0: E.T. could probably fit in a vacuum cleaner. If your wife can fit in a vacuum cleaner, I'm sure E.T. could.
1: Oh, no, no, no. E.T. can't fit. E.T.'s a drunk. E.T.'s an absolute drunk.
0: Oh, so you can't get him in the vacuum cleaner. No, he stumbles all around. He's the- a drunk? That's awful. I didn't know. Oh, he oh. does. He do, In the movie, he drinks a beer. You're right. He, he does, he, he's, he's, he's an alcoholic, oh. and he has heart
1: problems
0: because of his alcoholism. It's insane. Wait, so this is... So did E.T left at the end of the movie so he came back as well. Mac came back, ET came back? Yeah, they all came back. They all believe it or not.
1: There's another big ETs and Max
0: they're worried with each other. <gasps> oh no. Yeah. And is is the, is is our earth the turf? Yes. Oh no. What what's going to happen? Are we, like should we be taking cover? I mean I live in a bunker so I'm not worried. But what should the audience, the listeners, be doing?
1: Well, first, you should listen and see if there's any government warnings to say, hey, these guys are going to be attacking. You should just abandon your buildings. Like, just go ahead and leave your buildings. We'll rebuild
0: them. That's sound advice, no matter what. If the government tells you to leave your building because something's about to happen, it's really good advice. I don't trust the government, but I'll, I'll trust them for that.
1: And... Uh, Keep your eyes out, because remember, they both can fly.
0: (laughs) Yes, you're right, they can. Not just in UFOs, they, the creatures themselves, can fly.
1: Yes, yes. And uh, Max can operate firearms. Oh. So, watch
0: out. Okay, so, well, I was going to ask, so they can operate firearms, but are we, whose side should we take? Oh, uh Take the take the Max side. Well, of course, you're going to say that. Yeah, but take I mean, the Max side. Well, are, are they fighting on behalf of us? Or are they... Is this just a war and we just have... Are we the bugs underneath their boots? Like, is that yeah. what's happening?
1: This is a war for sweets. It's a war for sweets. Max want Coca-Cola. ETs want Reese's
0: Pieces. It's oh a war God. for sugar. And so she... Should we just give it to them? I mean, we have, we have more than enough. We have more than we need. It would, it would solve two problems. It would solve the diabetes crisis in America, and they, they might leave us alone.
1: Do you know how much
0: Coca-Cola and Reese's Pieces we have left? I, I don't. Are, we, are our supplies dwindling? Yes. Oh, if no. Reese's Pieces are down to like uh, $20, $20 a bag. Oh my God. Everybody's been talking about inflation and nobody can figure out why it's happening. Is this, is this what's causing it? Yes. Oh my God. Whitley. I, you, I'm so glad you came on. You're, you're so brave to come on here and tell this, but people need to hear this. Yes.
1: Reese's pieces are skyrocketing
0: and the aliens are mad. Do we, should we hoard them or, or give them? I don't even know. Well, what, what, what will happen if we lose our Reese's pieces? I don't know what will happen, Whitley.
1: Really. Society will crumble
0: just because Reese's pieces are, are will disappear. Yes, I could Coca Cola. I could understand it's pretty much the backbone of most countries' economies. But we Reese's really? Yes.
1: The, you say that Coca Cola is the backbone. The underground Reese's pieces the network of Reese's Pieces, that's the true underground economy.
0: So the, the Hershey company who makes Reese's Pieces, they, are they like the, the shadow government? Are, are they the one who calls the shots?
1: Dark web.
0: Wow. That's, you got currency, you got cryptocurrency, Reese's Pieces. And they're going to fit in your pocket. It'll be like change. That's how we're yeah. going to pay for things. In the, in the when society collapses, I can I can see it happening. I can't believe I did. it was right in front of my eyes. It,
1: like the like the blockbuster movie right in front of your oh eyes. God, it all comes. The together. truth is right there.
0: So I have. Where does net, Like I have. I I, I I try not to go on social media too much, but I see a lot of people telling me to boycott Nestle right now. I don't know why. Does this have anything to do with it? Because I, I Nestle seems to be the company I'm supposed to not be uh, buying from right now.
1: No, you don't want to buy
0: Nestle uh, Crunch Bars. What does that have to do with the Macs and the ETs and the Reese's and the Cokes? Crunch, crunch Bars. The Predators like the
1: Crunch Bars.
0: The Predators are real? Yes, the Predators are real. I should have assumed, but come on, I, I had no idea hmm the Predators are real. Everything they- about them, the, the heat vision, the dreadlocks. hmm And so, I, I, oh God, we're, we're opening a whole new can of worms. So if the Predators and the alien movies share a franchise, are the aliens, the xenomorphs from the alien movies, are they real too? They are real. They are absolutely real. We don't stand a chance. If they're all on earth fighting one another- well, as long
1: as we keep them fighting each other and not coming after what we have. So we're going to destroy all the crunch
0: bars. Who, who, who's we? Are, you, are you, you making a call? Are you telling people right now, you America?
1: Me, you and me have to do this.
0: Okay, all right. You, you extra mundaniacs, we, we need you, your help here. We're gonna do this together.
1: We need to destroy these crunch bars. Because aliens and predators, they want them.
0: So if we destroy them, they'll leave. They'll leave us in peace because we don't have anything that they want.
1: No, exactly.
0: Well, why don't we destroy all the Reese's then?
1: Because the backbone of the economy.
0: Oh, you're right. Nobody cares. Nobody eats Reese's or uh, uh, Nestle Crunch Bars. They're terrible. You
1: know, Nestle Crunch Bars are awful. But predators Ah, and aliens like that.
0: So we have hope that we can go through this and we can at least get rid of some of the aliens that are taking over our planet yeah oh wait yeah. did the independence day aliens are they still here did they did they leave after they blew us out
1: i think they thought they'd killed us so they left but okay. then they came then they came back in a resurgence I,
0: there was a, there was i was that based on a true story i'm just going to assume that resurgence was based on a true story it was it was based wow. on a true story I haven't they, seen it, so yeah. I'll have to I'll have to do the research on that, though, because I didn't yeah. think I needed to. Nobody saw it. Nobody saw it. Are there clues in that movie? Did, did they leave clues for us on what to do and how to defend ourselves?
1: Yes, they did, but
0: nobody saw it. Damn. I, That's, did too bad. It? That's too bad. Did you see it? I did not see it, no. I did didn't you? see it, but it's true. I don't know anybody who's seen it. I don't even I don't. know if that movie actually exists or it just is a figment of my imagination. Like I, uh, what do they call that? Where you think you remember something? I already talked about it earlier in the show, but yeah. Oh, they call it a communion. That's what they call it. Yeah. Wow. So Willie, you are known for giving your, not prophecies, I guess, but you're, you're, you say that, uh, that, well, I guess in communion, so it might not be true, but that you're, uh, that the aliens want to shepherd us to a higher level of understanding. Is that a complete lie? No, that's not a complete lie. That is actually true. Well, so tell us, what is this level, higher level of understanding that they want us to... Is this the Mac alien? Which aliens want us to achieve higher a higher level of understanding?
1: They all do, but especially the Mac aliens.
0: So they're fighting, but they do have interest in us they want us to become better they want us to grow yes yeah and how do we do that did have, do you know has mac imparted that onto you what do we do
1: mac tells me that there's a place that we all should go okay where is it he says it's a place called mcdonald's
0: what he tells me he says yeah, willie every- we we're all familiar with mcdonald's they're everywhere Well, yes,
1: he says we should go there and they have products there that will take us to a higher understanding.
0: Is specific, like which specific products should we order? Is this like a a code or something? Is it laced with a drug or is it just normal McDonald's food? He
1: said one thing called the Big Mac, which I assume is named after a big mysterious alien creature he said the big mac
0: willie it's it, yes they're very famous hamburger sandwiches they're There's absolutely a thing called the quarter pounder he said to get that yeah he... they you can get a quarter pounder you can get a double quarter pounder this is very common willie have you never been to a mcdonald's before you must no. have you went with with mac in the movie i'm too afraid so you only went like that one time in the movie and never went back I, I did, yeah, I was,
1: I was too afraid. Did you see what happened in that McDonald's? It was on a whole nother level of understanding. My little mind was
0: not ready to handle it. Wow. Okay. I, I Whitley, that's uh, that's really hard to believe that McDonald's has something to do with us ascending to another like astral plane or another level of consciousness or world peace being found in a, a Big Mac
1: did you see what happened in the documentary Mac and me? Because when the, when the humans entered that McDonald's, they reached a higher level of understanding. There was dancing, oh, right.
0: there, was, there was joy. There oh was my God, you're love. right. It was, it was, it was world peace. It really, it was in front of my eyes. Once again, you're right.
1: All creeds, all kinds coming together
0: in world peace. Wow, I didn't, I didn't even, that's unbelievable. And and if true, I, I guess I have to tell my listeners to go to McDonald's. I, I can't tell them any other, Like that's what they're gonna have to do if we wanna bring the mankind together.
1: We wanna bring everyone together and finally now, achieve enlightenment.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Now Whitley, I want to I want to do something really quick with you. It's it's a new thing we're doing on the show where there's there's a, a very um uh, it's a wikipedia but it's not quite a wikipedia. It's a very nasty wikipedia. It's one that is very against paranormal, very against supernatural things. And so they try it's called rational wiki and they try and rationalize everything that's that's special about this world and everything that's supernatural. And I was looking over your uh your profile. I want to I want to read something to you and just get I want to read a couple things to you and just get your kind of impression of what they're saying about you and and these these, these fear mongers are saying. So neither a cynical liar nor a simple delusional psychotic, Streber appears to be a confabulator who falls in love with and believes his own stories. How do you feel about that? Is that, I mean, do you think that's true? No,
1: because I was fed a story. I was fed a lie. I was fed this is who you are.
0: Oh, so the people who are writing this article are thinking you're the you're not Eric. You're the Whitley Strieber that wrote the fake communion book. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Wow. Okay that that really that's really interesting. Um, and it says so when Strieber was unable to physically produce his gray aliens, although you in your book again, this is all making a lot of sense for every communion, the public just started to lose interest. Were you? It, did you do that intentionally? Because you had Mac. You could have produced Mac for everybody I, to see.
1: I did do that intentionally because I wanted them to be complete. I wanted to lift off this Whitley Stryber and I wanted to, to push that away. The character.
0: Wanted, do you want to just let the character go? Yes. I, I, I Absolutely. Be,
1: I want to be me. I want to be me. And let this go, let it fade away. If it just, it, it, if I was to come out at the height of my popularity, it would have just, it, it, it would have been chaos.
0: Absolutely. It would have been. And I, I completely understand why you would have done that then. Why you would have, you, so you weren't upset that you weren't popular anymore. You did that intentionally. Yes,
1: because I wanted to, I wanted Whitley Stryber to fade out and Eric to fade in then oh. i can begin my true journey with the mysterious alien creatures and
0: the extraterrestrials that's fantastic i i want i want to go on to one more quick thing that's in the rational wiki um and so i don't know if any of the books that you wrote did you write any of your books
1: yeah i wrote i wrote the hunger
0: i okay. did write that that's one. a good one that's a good but that's a i, I meant the ones that you claim are not are nonfiction because even your publisher published some of your books under fiction. And you got very upset and said that they were nonfiction. I, although maybe it wasn't you, maybe that's, that was the government trying to confuse people.
1: They told me to say that Oh, they told me to say that it was not that it was nonfiction. Although I wanted to come out and say it's completely
0: fiction. This other story is the nonfiction story. Wow. Okay. So one of the, one thing in here that I want to read is one of the best and most laughable, I apologize, their words, not mine, examples of Stryber, sorry, sorry, uh, stealing It's not science. my real
1: name, it doesn't matter. Oh yeah, we don't
0: care, we don't care. We don't care, it can be Stryber,
1: it doesn't matter.
0: One of the most laughable examples of science news and reinventing it as prophecy in the secret school, I don't know if, you, if that was one of the books you did or did not write, Streber, imagine that you are, he is in contact with his past life in Atlantis. Are you in fact in, in touch with your past life in Atlantis? Yes. Oh, oh so that's true. That's true. Wow. What, tell us more about that. Well, Atlantis is a beautiful place. It's absolutely fantastic. Is it and under, under the sea and like a giant bubble? Like they, they make it seem? Yes. And
1: guess what? They made a movie of that too. And it's all true. Once again, hiding it behind the facade of a false Hollywood movie, the truth. Now, there has been a
0: lot. I apologize, an alarm just went off, so we'll cut this part real quick. Okay, so there have been a lot of Atlantis movies. Are you talking about the, the, the animated Disney movie or which Atlantis movie are you talking about? Stargate Atlantis? Which
1: um, I'm talking about Atlantis is
0: populated by mermaids. So so you, the, the, the true story of Atlantis is not Atlantis, the Lost Empire animated movie. It's the My Little Mermaid animated movie. That's what they called it. My Little Mermaid. That is what they called it. Yeah, Willie, really, it's a very famous animated movie, perhaps one of the most famous of all time. That's the thing. When it's so famous and pushed on you, people are like,
1: that couldn't possibly be real. But it is. That is Atlantis. And uh, they have an entire hierarchy of, of mermaid people down there.
0: Yeah. I, so the, the talking fish or talking crab and all that is it's all true? It's all true. Fish can talk.
1: Crabs can talk. For some reason, dolphins cannot talk because they use sonar and echolocation and telepathy.
0: Wow. So telepathy doesn't actually exist for humans. You're just talking to your wife in a vacuum cleaner, but it does exist for dolphins.
1: It does exist for dolphins. So if you see a dolphin with a vacuum cleaner. What does that mean? A dolphin could have a vacuum
0: cleaner in Atlantis. It, it happens. So which character are you in The Little Mermaid? I or, am I'm sorry, not you, your past life. I
1: apologize. My, my past life. In my past life, I I was a prince on a ship. I was a so prince on a human. ship. You were human. Yes, I was human. I've always been
0: human. Oh, but see, I mermaid. thought you were a, a, a citizen of Atlantis. Oh. No, I was on a ship. And I fell over, and I was rescued by a mermaid. Willie, are you sure? I, I are you one hundred percent sure this is accurate? This is true, and you're not just seeing these movies and being like, "Oh, that happened to me."
1: I am absolutely dead positive that was me. I remember. I and his name was what? Prince Eric. Oh.
0: <gasps> oh my God.
1: That's Eric. Funny. I'm not even going
0: to call you Whitley anymore. Eric, you're right. Like you just. Sold me, I am- It's
1: me, it's always been me. Prince Eric, Eric from Mac and Me. Wow.
0: Are there any other Erics that you've been in a past life that you can tell us? Leif Erikson. Famous Viking Nautilus, of course. Yeah, that's the same story. That's so wait, why I was on the boat. Leif was his first name, no. Eric, he was the son of Eric. Well, they called. They called him Eric. Okay. I don't know. I, you're I know. right. I, that, that part of history, I actually don't know. So I'll have to take your word yeah. for it. I didn't go
1: walking around being like, my name is Leaf.
0: Why not? That was your name.
1: I, Eric was better.
0: It, you're right. Leaf is a very strange name. Even, it, it yeah. Okay.
1: Is. It is.
0: Eric, we're, we're running out of time here. We've actually gone a little over. What do you, we, you gave my audience a lot to digest. What do you want to leave them with?
1: Just be true to yourself. Don't let people tell you who you're not. The truth does indeed set you free. I know that sounds like a cliche, but it will set you free. And to find true enlightenment, you have to go to McDonald's. There's dancing and singing and Coca-Cola and Big Macs and it's glorious.
0: All right, well, you heard it here, folks. Eric slash Whitley Streber, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Please promise you'll come back on and tell us what ramifications came of these, these truth bombs that you set out. I, I,
1: I'm i hoping something okay will happen. Thank you so I hope, much. For- I hope
0: it's okay too. I really hope that, that the government doesn't come after you uh, for I'm telling me have, these
1: things. I'm starting to have kind of, kind of doubts and second guesses of doing this.
0: Well, you know what? I I apologize, but there's no way I'm not going to put this out there. You have, you have, there's too much that people need to know in this episode. And I I appreciate you coming on. We'll do our best to bleep out the address that you said multiple times.
1: Maybe we could just bleep out the episode and I'll just say, hey, I'm Whitley Straver.
0: Oh, I can't, I can't do that, Eric. I'm sorry. Oh, we, oh. The, the people need to be warned if this coming war with the aliens is going to happen. This is true. This is true. I, I highly recommend you move out of the cabin that you've spent, that you never actually wrote communion in as soon as possible and, and get to a safe location
1: okay i'm gonna move from 144 four.
0: no no eric no, no, this has been the extra mundane with max ward i am your host max ward please take care of yourselves and each other and we'll talk to you next time the extra mundane is a champlify media production with dan kozu as max ward clint sowell as whitley streber Voiceovers and audio support by Aaron Keho and produced by Andrew Alonso.